This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here with the Church Boys, and I have Charles Tillman on the line. How you doing today, Charles? I'm awesome. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So obviously, I mean, you've had an amazing career in the NFL, and you now have this this really cool project, this book, uh, Middle School Rules. And I think, you know, I always love when when people like you are doing something like this, because I think it's obviously we, we're living in a time where, where young people need positive role models. And so uh, before I steal any of your thunder and talking about the project for you, tell me Tell me a little bit about uh, middle school rules and and how you got involved in the project. How you how you uh, you know ended up coming up with the concept and just guide me through it a little bit. Yeah, so uh, Sean Jensen, it's uh, it's his series, and he contacted me and felt like I would be a good fit for the second version of middle school rules. He did another one with Brian <laughs> on the on the second edition of the series, and you know our our, our thought process was why not write a children's book, you know. Athletes are idolized by kids, and they wear their jerseys, they, they buy these video games, they have their trading cards, so why not write a book for kids, and um, why not write a book about your childhood, you know, when you weren't the big football star, you know, everyone, you know, middle school, it's, it, it can be a trying time, and uh, my my middle school was no different than probably your middle school, and some of the current kids were in middle school right now, so we wanted to write a book just about some of the hardships that I faced and uh, had to go through when I was in middle school and, you know, the rules that I learned from my parents and teachers and coaches and, you know, these rules uh, helped and transform and shape me uh, into the man I am today. Yeah. I mean, obviously growing up, I think growing up 15 years ago, right. Which is when I was, I was a teenager, like 15, 17 years ago. And then growing up now, it's just, it seems like it's a lot harder than it even was then. And it wasn't easy then. Um, and, you know, you mentioned something important, I think, and that's the fact that people look up to you and people look up to all sorts of celebrities, singers and, and actors and um, and obviously um, athletes. What do you think, what responsibility do you think you have and other people have? And you sort of started to speak to that, but considering that people are, young people are looking at you and looking for guidance from you. Right. Well, I, I don't even know if it's just a responsibility. I think it's just a platform that I've been given. You know, it's it's a platform that I've been given, and you know, I try to do the right thing uh, for my kids. I want my kids to be, or I want to be a great role model for my kids. Um, but yet, at the same time, I know with my platform, I have other people looking up to me. I have other kids looking up to me. I see people who buy my jersey. So from that standpoint, yeah, it is a responsibility that I have to have. And I just, I would, you know, who my kids look up to, yeah. I want those people to, to do the right thing because if my kid looks up to, I don't know, who's one of her stars? She likes Jack. Who's one of the Italian's favorite musicians? Um, like Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a great role model. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I can let my daughter listen to Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, but as soon as Taylor Swift starts to do something crazy and she's always in the news for something negative, yeah, she's not a good role model for my daughter. And then I'm going to just <laughs> bump yeah. her out and switch her on to the next one. You yeah, know, and totally. I want to be that good role model for other people's kids. 
Yeah, it's funny because you think through, right, like people like Miley Cyrus who when not that long ago, five years ago, they were Disney stars, right? And now they're the polar opposite of that. It is hard for for parents you know, to, to try to sort of keep up with that and make sure that, okay, this person who my eight-year-old was seeing five years ago and really loved, now my kid's like 12 or 13 and they're still really young, but that person is not a good role model for them anymore. So it is it's a tough thing, and I think it's it's uh, it's interesting that you chose to get involved in a project like this. I think it shows that commitment. Uh, what do you want the kids to feel and think after they read this book? What are you hoping they walk away with? Uh, hopefully, they can just just identify with some of my trials and tribulations that I had to go through when I was in middle school. You know, I, I talk about. Uh, death. I talk about um, getting profiled. I talk about um, uh, divorce. My parents got divorced. So, you know, there are things that I talk I talk about, you know, getting bullied. Uh, you know, I had a kid try to pick on me, but, you know, I had an older brother who, who stepped up to the plate and helped me out in that department. You know, there's just, there's, there are a whole bunch of uh, different things that happened to me when I was in middle school. And hopefully kids can just identify with them and they can get something out of it. And hopefully it helps them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And well, you know, one thing you you just mentioned being profiled, I I feel like right now we sort of there's so much going on um, in news. And when it comes to race, it seems like for whatever reason, the country's in a really bad place right now. Um, And it's weird. I I don't know why that is. But what are some of the things and I know, obviously, none of us uh, have the golden ticket to fixing any of these problems. But what are some things you think we could all be doing to just like forge unity? together, regardless of our race, our ethnicity. Just love one another, man. You know, hold, don't, hold, hold your judgment. You know, we, we all have our faults. I am, I'll be the first one to admit I am without fault. Like, I, I have faults all the time. I make mistakes all the time. I'm not perfect. I have my flaws like everybody else. So don't be so quick to judge somebody, whether they're a police officer, whether they are black, whether they're white whether they're Arab, Jewish, whatever, just, just hold your, uh, your, your, your judgment on that person. And, and more than anything, uh, speak, speak with kindness, man. Speak with love. You know, when someone pisses you off, pray yeah, <laughs> that exactly. you have the patience to not respond back with uh, harsh words, but, you know, something, something nice to say. That's something that I'm working on. Again, I'm not perfect. The things that I have to work on myself, but you know, maybe if we can try that, you know, we might be in a better direction. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. We sort of live in the social media world where everybody is responding instantly to things, and you can kind of hide behind, you know, your 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 handle. You don't have to give your real name. You can. I, I just I wonder how much that sort of you know infuses some of this, and then you have the news cycle and. It just seems like the last two years we have been, I mean, I'm, I'm 32 now, right? So I think back and I'm like, okay, I feel like things were, 10 years ago, things were almost better in a lot of ways than they are now on some of these issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I think social media, um, there are a lot to blame. You know, nowadays, uh, kids, whomever, people at work, you can go online, say something about somebody and not expect there to be any consequences, you know, which... I feel like we live in a time where people just, they don't think about the consequences. You know, back 10, 15 years ago when there was no social media, yeah, people weren't saying stuff like that, you know, because they didn't have that platform or they didn't have that outlet to express themselves. Now, don't get me wrong, I think social media can be good, but it also has its downfalls as well. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. It, it's a mixed bag like everything else. And, uh, you know, let me, let me ask you this. When you look back, because you've had a long career now, um, and when you look back at your career and you think about all the things that you talk about in middle school rules, right, all of those things that you experienced growing up, and then this amazing career and where you are now with your wife and your family, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned looking back now at all of that? Well, one of the biggest lessons I've got out of uh, the middle school rules series, uh, just from what my dad would uh, would tell my brother and I, are you know, think before you act. You know, there's always a choice. You always have a decision. There's a consequence. You know, he was big on that. Always think before you act. Don't let this ten second decision <laughs> crush you. You know, think before you act. And you know, I, I, one of the, the the things that I try to tell my kids, hey, think before you act. Think before you speak. Don't just say something. Think about it first, then say it. Because you can't take it back. You know, whatever mistake that you make, uh, flunking a grade, skipping school, getting a fight, stealing something, you can't take it back. It's there. And there's always going to be a consequence. Good or bad, there's always going to be a consequence. And you have to live with that consequence. You know, so always think before you act. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when you and when you look at society and sort of where young people are today, um, what do you think young people are lacking? You know, what do you think they're lacking to get kind of where they need to get culturally speaking, if that makes sense? Uh, I think they're lacking love. I think they're lacking love in the household. You know, um, I was fortunate enough and blessed to be raised with two parents. Um, and I'm not saying it has to be a parent, but you just I think kids. Younger kids, the, the, this younger generation, they're lacking love uh, from uh, someone in the house, from a parent, a guardian, grandparent, you know, um, uh, males. You know, they're not, there are a lot of single parents out there. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important for, for men to be involved in their kids' lives, whether it's daughters, whether it's their little boys. You know, I, I, think, that's, uh, I think that's a big problem as well, too. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, just my, my last question for you, because I know a little bit about your faith, but what role does faith play in your life, in the day-to-day of your life, how you live, how you interact with others? Uh, it, it, it plays a big role. Again, I'm not perfect. I have my hardships and I have my shortcomings, but, you know, I, I always try to do the right thing. I always uh, aspire to be great, you know, uh, like, like David, you know, chasing after God's heart. You know, I I try to aspire to to, to be the, the the best Christian guy that I can. You know, try to be the best husband, be the best father, be the best Christian. You know, it's it's a work in progress, like all of us. But it's something that you like football, like anything. You kind of have to practice it. You know, like it just doesn't. I don't just wake up and like, oh yeah, man, I'm a professional Christian. I'm straight. I'm good. Well, it's 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 a process. It's, it's something that you have to practice. Something that you have to to do, um, praying, uh, reading the book, uh, more, praying more, trying to understand the word more, you know, those are things that I, I, I try to do on a, a daily basis, but like everybody else, we get caught up in the world and we sometimes put those, or I, I do, I sometimes put those things off, put, you know, I put God off, I put reading off, I put praying off sometimes and you just have to fall right back to your foundation. Like what got me here? Now, you know, you start that process up. You know, I'm not proud of it, but we all get busy at times, and uh, sometimes I, I, I let some important things get the best of me, and 
versus always reading my book, uh, always staying in the work, things like that. Yeah. So it's 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 a process. Something that we all have to work toward and all have to work at. Absolutely. Well, listen. Is there anything else you'd want us to know about the book before we before we go here? Yeah, it's, it's on iBooks. You can get it on um, uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can go to Middle School Rules dot com backslash Tillman to get all the links to where the book is being sold. And uh, no, really, just thank you guys for for having me on. No problem, no problem. We'll make sure we link out to all that, and we appreciate you taking the time today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> bye bye. Church Boys.